up, though? Y'all already know what this is. Respect the worst if you don't respect the best. Top tier podcast. I am Ledge. Gonna hit y'all with a roundup. Just some battle rap related content before the weekend. Just gonna get right off into it, man. Danny Myers versus Mac Myron. Bar Festival. Um, also, after this, I'm gonna hit y'all with my QA. I know if people have been asking about it, a couple people, I brought it back. I'm gonna get into those questions shortly. But Mac Myron versus Danny, my goodness, that was crazy. Very crazy battle. Man, that was that was different. That was different. Up heavy condition um for battle of the year for sure. Like I think if you don't have this in contention, then you're being very, very dishonest. Like very, very dishonest. So and I I wanna say that I do like the fact that there wasn't not only were there any wasted lines in this particular matchup, but it was very, very little filler. Very so, you know, it created very little dry spots. And if you look, the battle says like um like three minutes. I mean excuse me, like thirty minutes and something. But the but the matchup and the battle felt quick. Like it felt like it went by very fast, but I guess that's what happens when you got an entertaining battle for all three rounds. It doesn't feel like time is like really of any importance and you're just watching it and enjoying it and being thoroughly entertained. So with that, I just want to shout out, um, yeah, man, body bag battle league. Like you guys got one for real, for real. And I like to see that. I like to see that there's matchups that are getting this praise that aren't just necessarily on the big leagues. Like, you know, I've talked about some of the dope matchups that's been on Black Ice Cartel, um, some really dope ones on Gates of the uh, the Garden, and plenty others. So <clears throat> it's good to see not only are there great battles happening, but they're happening on different platforms. Like, that's really positive for battle rap. It really, truly is. So now you got something to look forward to in, like, the first round, how I had it close damn near every battle i mean excuse me every round um when you talk about max intro like how he starts off like kind of sentimental like talking about how he owes danny or not how he owes danny but how danny looked out for him and he just cuts into like fuck all that like let's get into these bars and you just start barring man the uncle charles line like he hit him with some bones he, he had a lot of music references a lot of groups and things like that and throughout the battle and he's just bar up a lot of people got to see him run the rums and abs they got to see mac Myron, man we had the uncle charles line this this um lava lamp line where he was talking about he's going through the ups and downs like he was he been bubbling through the ups and downs like a lava lamp oh talk to him and he was like doing that in comparison to danny who you know he's paid for battles he's ran leagues and he's you know he's maneuvered in a different way <clears throat> so i thought not only punch but and that's what i'm talking about when i'm talking about writing you see how he had a punch but it was uh, it was an angle first like it was an angle that turned into a punch like you don't have to just punch back to back like there's advanced ways to to do that type of that type of um style and that was like a perfect example it was heartfelt. It was sincere. Like, yo, I've been grinding. I didn't have any cosigns. I didn't pay for battles. Like, and then to end it with a punch like that, it just drives it home. So, 
I always hate when people try to separate the two, like it's a puncher or an angler. Like you can do both, and that line along, like I said, the uh, the Uncle Charles line, he had a, a few in there, man. It was he was definitely, definitely, definitely barred up in that. Oh, the kick, ugly. It's something about uh, you know nobody want this kick. It's like Shaq shoes or something like that with the Shaq line. Oh. He was barking, barking. And it was on Danny to come back. And he came out the gate with a Machiavelli line that that was hard. That was heavy, man. It heavy hit. Game of, look, I'm a Game of Thrones fan. So his Game of Thrones line to Daenerys and all that. Even if nobody reacted in the building, I would have reacted. Because I'm a Game of Thrones for life. Check it out. Final season is going down. Um, that line was hard to abbreviate. <clears throat> the abbreviated MC, like he did a lot of Mac flips, a lot of his Mac flips hit. Um, and I want to know. I hope Danny's listening because I know sometimes he has check, he has like stopped by and checked out my my content, and I want to appreciate want to uh, appreciate that. I want to say salute to Danny for doing that. So if you're listening, I want to know how the hell did you? Cause he, cause Mac Myron had like an overall line, like Oshkosh overall, and then. Danny in that same round had a crisscross line. It was like a crisscross reference saying uh, talking about overalls. And it was better too. It was a better line. Like did you did you get tipped off that he was gonna use that line or like how did you was that or was that a mid rebuttal or anything like that? Like I wanna know. Like that was very weird in a good way. It was good timing, but that was pretty crazy. Um, so he had a couple, he had a lot of lines in there, man. Like there's no dry rounds to me. It's just preference. And I just felt like the angles that Mac took along with the, um, the performance gave him that first round. Second round, I felt was probably Mac's least best round. Although he probably had one of the bigger reactions because he used a tech nine line. And it hit, but, like, you know, I'm kind of over the tech now lines. And then he went into this R&B, like, doing R&B flips, or like, R&B references. And it was good, but I've I've heard a lot. You know, we've heard those before. Some of them hit because some of them were original, but some of them, like, the Temptations line and things like that were cool. In the new edition one, I definitely heard that a lot. But he had a solid round, and I just felt like if Danny was anywhere close to um, to his first round, he was going to win that round, and he was even better, in my opinion, because he rebuttal. He came out with two rebuttals, two fire rebuttals. Even the, even rebuttaling the R and B flips, those were cold. The McIntyre, like the Rebus, like it's going to hit McIntyre family, like the Rebus. Oh my! See, yo, y'all know I don't give away lines. This this how dope this battle was. It got me repeating. Like I feel like I'm not even recording right now. This shit is crazy. Anyway, he had a McIntyre line. He had a 4K resolution line. He was barred up, barred, barred up. Shout out to, shout out to Body Bag Battle League. They were they, the crowd was into this battle. Some would say they were doing a little too much when everybody's bum rushing after a big line and pulling your shirt up. I'm not much of a fan of that, but you know what? It didn't. They didn't do it for long. It didn't disrupt the battle too much. Um, but yeah, that was cool. But I, yeah, Danny definitely got the second, and the third. 
I felt it was close, but I gave it to Mac Myron, the Booker T line. The T-Rex line was probably the haymaker with ill will jumping into it. That got probably the biggest reaction. And as for Danny, he had like a couple of lines here and there. The King Solomon joint. I really loved the McDonald's Half Moon Mac line. And the, uh, what was the, tr the train conductor line? I thought people were asleep on it, but they got it. That was cold. That was cold. That was cold. He did have a pause line, though, when he tried to rebuttal, talking about his girl gave you the pipe? Pause. Like, ain't no girl giving girl giving you the pipe. Pause. But the crowd reacted to that. Like, I don't think y'all heard that right. We ain't, we not doing that. We not doing that, Danny. But but we, I get that's the, what happens when you try to freestyle rebuttal. You come, it didn't come out the way it's supposed to, but it still got a reaction, I guess. But I'm pausing that. But all in all, classic battle in my opinion. I can it, it got mad replay value, just, just like Bad News and Tay Rock. I'm gonna be watching this battle a lot, even after this review. But right now, I got it Mac two one with the first and the third. Uh, Danny's second round was crazy, though. Danny's second was really... Danny might have had the best round, though. I feel like that second was so crazy. But, yeah, man, that's how I'm giving it up on this uh, episode of Roundup. Now it's time to get into a quick Q&A. So, yeah, man, with these Q&As, just real quick, like I said, shout out to the people who gave uh, me some questions that they wanted to find out and hear about. Um, starting with my man Battle Rap Q. Talking shit with him and Punch Ultimate Debate League on the Discord. They also got Punch Ultimate Debate League um, as far as the uh, channel on YouTube. So definitely check that out. Pretty dope. Pretty, pretty dope stuff. Uh, a couple of his questions is a joking one about me and him had like a DJ battle. Look, man, you went like 25 more minutes than I did. That's why you won. But anyway, one of his questions was, is battle rap getting better or is it stagnant? Um, battle rap is getting better, better in certain areas and it's lacking in a few. Um, I think it's getting better with this diversity, with it, with it expanding. First of all, particularly with the leagues, not just staying stationary. Cause you remember back in the day, everybody was territorial, um, grind time or whatever was staying on the West coast. I know they had like subdivisions like Ground Time New York and all that, but I'm talking about actually traveling with the events, like going on stage shows and things like that. Like Smack with all of his big events will stay in New York. So I like the that that's that that has dissolved and they're starting to move around a bit more. I do like seeing talent come out the South and Canada and you know, even overseas. So in that aspect it's getting better. Um, maybe it's not as potent because everybody is very trendy. Like, if it's a style that's being popularized, the battlers tend to, like, want to mimic that. And that's, back in the day, that wasn't really the case. It's just, even, even if somebody did happen to sound like somebody, it, it wasn't because they, like, idolized them and mimicked them. It was just because... Hey, they're popping that same shit where they're at now. But strongly, like, you see a lot of twerk templates right now. You see a lot of twerk templates. You see a lot of, um, I would say, Loaded Lux clones and things like that. So you, you're seeing it. And maybe that's because 
battle rap has hit that peak where it is it's so popular that kids and people or not kids obviously but grown-ups and teenagers want to just be like those guys that they see on tv or they see on pay-per-view now it's hit that pinnacle so in some areas it have gotten better i do think the commercialization of it can improve but you know we'll see i would say i'll let you know at the end of the year for the most part how how much better it's gotten because i feel like this is a big year this is a make or break year in total because you know a lot's been riding on the resolution card with cassidy and and also with lux and verb coming up on gnome nine and just battle rap in general king of the dot is having a strong year and there's a big big battle that's going down that nobody's talking about that i will talk about very soon hopefully i have these gentlemen on on my show to talk about that but we'll see fingers crossed also he asks could Cass win without the booze nah his, his material he he and he and Edenes have the same problem where they they don't sound like none of these new guys, which is a strong point for them in the first round. The curse of that is they never switch up for the next two rounds. And while you're the 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 newness of how they sound, like when you first hear the first round versus Jay Mills of Edenes when he's just flowing like he's on a beat, it's just kind of refreshing. And and then so like even if he's saying something that's alright, it just sounds nice because he's sounding different than everybody else. So you give him that round. But that's how he is the same all three rounds. And his material doesn't get any better. And I felt like that was the same with Cass. Um, he also wanted to know my top five right now. Like, so I won't even count like verb. I'm talking about like guys who are routinely active. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just had to really come up with a five. Um... I don't even know if you want it in order or not. I don't think I can do it in order. Um, I would say Rum, Shine. You know what? Yeah, I would say I would say Rum, Shine, Geechee, DNA, and JC would be my top five right now. Why? Because those fives to me over the past year and a half have been the most consistent. They've been on the most they've been the most consistent with also being on the big stage like each of them have been on big stages whereas like some guys who might be and i don't want to say like danny for instance like he's been putting in work don't you know i fuck with like what danny's been doing like he's been putting in work but 80 to 70 percent of it has been on like smaller leagues and y'all know i'm for the smaller leagues so like don't that doesn't knock it, but I'm just saying that does have some type of weight on there. So that's really why. There's nothing that really separates these five from me. Like, because JC went against DNA and Geechee. I feel like he beat DNA, lost to Geechee. Geechee went against um, Rum and Shine. I feel like he beat, and he went against, like, JC. Like, so they all kind of intermingled and battled each other. And I feel like all of the outcomes are pretty much split. And yeah, so like that's my reason for them as a, as my top five for right now. That could very well change because I don't have any favorites, so I'm not emotionally attached to anybody. So let's shout out to my man Battle Rap Q. Battle Rap Q. Follow him on Twitter. Please, please, please do that. Um, I forgot who else. Oh no, I did not. Uh, 
Shay, Shannon, Danielle. She is very cool. You'll probably see her in my comments um, on YouTube. She's been a supporter for some time now. I appreciate her very, very much. You can follow her Twitter handle. is at ShayDanielle7. I hope I said that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got that right. Yeah, so it's ShayDanielle7. And she's really cool. She has, like, a really good take on battle rap. She's not just, like... A casual fan. She's really with it. So, and like I say, it's S H A, no Y. <laughs> it's S H A, Danielle Seven. So, please be sure to follow her. Her question was another Cassidy question. Because of Cassidy, do you think the floodgates will open, where we will see more industry rappers wanting to enter battle rap for the quick bag? Also, why vault battles? Okay, so with this Cassidy thing, the floodgates will open where. More issue rappers who want to battle for the quick bag. I think all of them, even before Cassidy, want to. They just know. I think none of them had the background and experience to do so. Will this actually activate matchups from for potentially happening? Like, could that like actually play into fruition? I don't think so, because I don't think. Um, Hitman some, said something very interesting. I don't know if it was at, on Hip Hop Is Real or 15 Minutes of Fame, but he said the industry rappers is actually going to look at how bad Cass was and actually retreat because to 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 the industry over there, he's their battle rap guy. Like he's the best battle rapper out of the industry, you know, so to speak. As far as modern day battle rap, like not going back to like Eminem who battle rap in the nineties. Like of of the recent crop that have made it from battle rap to the industry, he's probably the peak of that of that era of that demographic. And if he got for the by and large, I know there's some Cassie fans who still think he won, but by and large he lost and lost pretty pretty clearly. I think it'd be an adverse effect to that. But I've have said, I don't know if you was listening back when I first started, I do think Verbal Warzone is a platform where more industry rappers will feel comfortable going on because they're rapping on beat and it allows them to stay in rhythm with a pattern. And I do think like a Lloyd Banks could do well on there or you know, even I don't know, like a Corey Guns or somebody. I do think that can lend itself to uh, to getting a bag if you're looking at Verbal Warzone, where it's rapping on beat. But as you can see, being on stage a cappella is a whole different animal. So I don't think that. And why vault battles? I think they will. That's the whole purpose of these band legacy joints, because everything is getting released, and there isn't no vault stipulations. So you better come with your A game or you're going to get embarrassed. Um, the reason the reason for that, in the, I guess, in the beginning was just to protect protect your brand. You're putting out b battles that got vaulted. And because people are choking, they're going to be like, damn, if if you're releasing all these battles where people are choking, like, why are we even watching your content? Like, that's this is the type of product you produce. So I understood it then. But to counter it now with... Hey, it's coming out. We don't give a fuck because now they 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 have leverage. Like they have legs in the game. They did that early in the game when they was trying to build their following. Now, like smacking them guys, they're they're following strong to where even if they have a battle where there's a guy choking and choking in battles just seem to be 
get a pass nowadays anyway. So it's not as much as a detriment to you. So hopefully I answered that to the best of my abilities. And um, <laughs> yeah, that was Shay Danielle. <clears throat> Excuse me. So like I said, Shay Danielle 7. I appreciate that. Moving right along to my man's D. Jesus. And you can follow him on Twitter as well. That's right. You can follow him at, what is it, J2DED. That's J2DED. My man is really intelligent, has a really good perspective on things. And his question was, we say, who do you think is the most dangerous battle rapper in the world right now? Also, what performance are you looking forward to the most at Band Legacy? Well, I'll answer the first. I'll answer the first one. Who I think is the most dangerous battle rapper in the world right now? Probably Rum Nitty. If I had to pick one guy, one because he's ultra consistent. His punch rate, he hits a lot. His punch ratio is nice. Not even gonna hold you. And two, because he's adding so much to his game now. Um. He rebuttaled against Twerk. He can rebuttal now. He can slow down. He mixes up his punches differently now. If you look at the uh, the battle against T Top, he kind of started off slow into like this story build to get to his punch. Like I just talked about it with Mac Myron, where he was like angling into a punch. Like so, so he's kind of getting out of that whole back to back to back bag. Whereas like somebody like Big K, he just does that all the time. I mean, there's no change in it. Rum is adding some nuance to how he punches. And that makes it completely dangerous. Also, the performance aspect of punching. He acts out his bars better than anybody that really was punching. Think about like D. Jesus, my man. Think about all the elite punchers in the game. Conceded. He wasn't really a showman. He just like was very cocky and arrogant and it played well on camera. But he didn't act things out. He wasn't a performer. Big K just stood there back to back one spot. B-Magic rapping on beat all the time in the rhythm just punching. Av just in one spot like Rum is doing different things. He's bouncing around. He's moving around. He's rebelling. He's dunking on Suge. Dunking on Tor. Like he's like he's adding so much to the punch game to where I've never heard really punchers being called elite writers like that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like JC can punch and is a really a great writer, but it's more than just punching with him It's it's how he can like his word play and things like that too, as well. But just a pure out puncher, Never really got the credit to, for being the elite writers like somebody like he's put it like this like daylight, loaded lux, and um, I would say uh, quantum physics. They punch, but they were getting credit for being elite writers because they were doing mu- much more words. They were very word efficient and word heavy. So for Rum to just to just take over the game right now. Now he has to control his temper, and he, you know I I worry about that in this shine matchup. 
and I seen Q ask me about Sean. You know I can't do that. I can't give you no predictions yet, Q. But um, you know in the Sean matchup, I hope it's not overly aggressive and it's very competitive. But that's the only thing holding him back. Other than that, I don't see how you can really like how how can you thirty a run? You know what I'm saying? And he's dangerous now because he that whole big stage thing is it's thrown by the wayside. He can do that now. So you don't really have no real knocks on him to say. Like, what can you say about him? And outside of T Top took the whole angle. T Top probably took the one angle you could have took taken, but it's been wasted now. Now it was wasted greatly, a great third round. But that's still in the battle that I have Rum winning two one. So if that's your angle, that's only going to be good for one round. Now you just got to outbar. You got to. You're going to have to outbar him, and that just seems very unlikely at this stage. So right now, I would say he's currently the most dangerous battle rapper in the world right now, in my opinion, because he's more than just a puncher now. He's a little bit of everything. He's starting to become that. Um, also about Band Legacy <sighs> performance, Ace. I mean. Ace, I mean, slightly over, I would say. No, not slightly over. Ace, I mean, he's, I'm looking forward to, can he capitalize? Can he make it two for two? Can he be even stronger? Can he clean up, you know, a little bit of fatigue down the stretch? I understand he got problems with people smoking in the area. Can he, you know, get a little mentally stronger to get through them rounds? And to see, because if he if he bodies this band legacy, he's going to be on like a, he's going to that next level. So I'm looking forward to that. So that was pretty obvious one. Not even going to hold you. But uh, yeah, so I want to thank D. Jesus. Like I said, follow him at J2DED on Twitter. Follow Battle Rap Q on Twitter. And follow Shay, S-H-A, Danielle 7 on Twitter. Thank you guys for the questions. Glad I can hit y'all with the roundup. Once again, please watch Mac Myron versus Danny Myers. It was really, really, really entertaining and dope. Alright, I'm out of here. Probably be back again to talk about Panic Room for the ladies, Queen of the Ring. And with that being said, keep it battle rap. Love.